0: Friends and family of uh, Vertebramen, welcome to the live Vertebramen post game show. It remains chaos. And uh, unfortunately, today we are going up against a very important day in America. Uh, and I'm sorry to tell folks that are watching, you know, people that run the Super Bowl, that we are legitimate competition for your viewers and listeners. So get ready we're siphoning at least three people at the moment so, so, there's, so there's that uh, big hello to <laughs> so slightly larger great <laughs>
1: vaguely i mean if they wish yeah they wish they had the excitement
0: yeah the the prestige yeah yeah the... <laughs> Uh, well, welcome, Big Ben, to the program. Salty is joining us as well, and the voice you just heard there was Christian, and let's just get straight to it. Christian, what it do?
1: What it motherfucking do? What's going what are you on, busy-
0: fella? Uh, I was going to ask you, what are you busy doing today? What are you going to be doing while we're talking about vertebrae today?
1: Oh, my God. Probably watching some of this Milan-Napoli game. Uh, Racking my mind as to shit I need to do before I go on my trip on Tuesday uh, digesting some barbecue as I just had lunch with my, uh, my parents who were coming to say hello to me
0: uh, outside of well, that. Not much. No. <laughs> Other than that, your schedule's clear, which is great. That's right. That's right. You are heading out of country and you're doing that next week or this, this week, where are you going? And, uh, what's, what's happening?
1: I am Ob- going to I,
0: uh, Medellin, Colombia. And you're obviously building houses for the poor.
1: That's right. <laughs> As I'm so want to do in my free time, I'd like to give back to the community. You know, especially the one that's nowhere near you for me. That's right. (laughs) And I have no relation to whatsoever. Absolutely zero relation to. Uh, (laughs) uh, No, I'm going to Medellin. uh, I've been wanting to go to South America for some time. Originally was going to go to Buenos Aires. But uh they had an election and I don't know if anybody pays attention to any sort of politics, let alone Argentinian politics. But they elected a dude who I mean, the Argentinian economy's always been fairly shit. Uh which makes it pretty (laughs) Yeah. And now they've hired this guy who uh I mean he looks like he's wearing a wig. Uh like one of those rock star wigs you buy off of Amazon for Halloween. Um so I didn't know how that was gonna turn out. What's that?
0: Is it a Boris Johnson special?
1: yeah or even the rod blagojevich if you really want a deep cut um i know sooner would probably get that one he's like the former i think former governor of Chicago, of illinois anyways i digress i landed up on medellin after some some contemplation and research uh and i'm gonna be there for about 10 days which i'm looking forward to a little bit nervous because it's been some time since i've done uh, some crazy A traveling, Colombian. let alone by myself, but yeah, I've literally never been to Colombia. and don't speak Spanish. <laughs> so it should be,
0: should be fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm sure. sure. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be totally fine. There's, oh, I, it's going to be awesome. There, there isn't any kind of history of, uh, you know, uh-uh. alone, white people disappearing. <laughs> no, no, I got some connections with the, with the FARC. So I should be straight. I was going to say the unfortunate <laughs> thing for you is if they did, you know, abduct you, I can't imagine anybody paying, uh any kind of uh no nah, nah. you know it's good. there's uh, i forget what that story is it's
1: uh but basically the kidnappers give back the kid is and right. I, I can foresee that <laughs> i can see that happening
0: they'll be they'll, they'll be calling probably... my parents to They'll probably end up ringing up Canon and pay, pay us to give you
1: whatever the flight is, please. This
0: man is disgusting. All right. Well, if you want to join us on Sundays, you're always welcome to, if you're new to the show and uh, believe it or not, every week I check in on things and there's one or two new listeners. I, it always amazes me. I figure we've been around for, well, I've been doing this for, I think, six or seven years, and Christian's been with me for four or five, and you think that you'd reached everybody, and apparently we still keep finding one or two new listeners, uh, people that are joining things that we're doing. So if you are new to the show, every Sunday we go live at 4 p.m. Eastern Center time after the league matches are done. If you want to reach out to, out to us on Twitter, you can. Uh, Christian is at SVWOMYTFC, myself at NotEasyGreen. If you go to the website where the podcast is hosted um, or I think to either of our or maybe some of our um, Twitter handles, you can find a link tree that will give you links to all kinds of different things, uh, including the Discord, which is kind of the main uh, hub where most of the people that uh, are active with the show, um, those that speak English and follow Werder Bremen are passionate about the club. That's where they go uh, to talk sometimes about Werder Bremen and sometimes about other things that we cannot mention on the air um without heavy censorship so there's your bait and hook so go go check it out a big hello to i'm assuming that's going to be le chef because he changes his name every second or third time but he has this thing where he uses numbers as substitutes for letters so that's the giveaway like for from russian botwood that's the that's the calling card yeah is that that's <laughs> le chef and uh and dustin miller is with us again today so welcome to both of you guys as well thanks for joining us uh right so let's uh let's dig into things i do want to say just beforehand it looks like um ian had said at the verter north america fan shop there is going to be a sale going on president's day or something i don't know i didn't pay attention but we apparently president. yeah apparently we are very excited about the president so <sighs> <laughs> fucking
1: amps bro <laughs> lazy joel bryron love him.
0: <laughs> Joel Bryan.
1: Yeah. Like yeah, him. Joel By- Byron. <laughs> That's their big, guy right now, isn't
0: it? Yeah, I think something like that. A big hello to uh King Ian who decided to show up, albeit late, but oh, he's the well, king, well. so we can't say anything. Um and, and Ian, maybe put into the chat there uh when that sale goes on, because I can't remember what you posted in Discord. Um and uh, I think there's still the the Sex Drugs and Christians Only fans, uh and the make Verder Horny again uh shirt should be uh oh, the twelfth. So that might be isn't everyday President's Day. All right, let's uh, let's get rolling. Fucking should be you dirty communists. (laughs) (laughs) So so, so Werner have been red hot as of late. Now that's a sound clip. That's I wanted to wait a few seconds after you said that so that I could cleanly cut that for next year. Excellent. I don't
1: even know what context that would ever be used and outside of that irrelevant, one, but I look irrelevant. Some it.
0: of the stuff I've got here doesn't yeah. need context, right? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. So yeah, Werner has been red hot as of late. And when you read news from Bremen, uh, we here have considered Verder uh, to be modestly warm, uh, with some luck. Well, despite the fans providing a red-hot backdrop, Verder in their fancy 125th anniversary green jerseys, turned up ice-cold blue, and what luck they have been enjoying dried up. Verder gave Heidenheim everything they could ask for, a pile of set-piece chances, a handful of opportunities to counter against a slow-paced backline, heidenheim also provided Werder with the opportunity to put their stamp on the game but Werder couldn't get out of their own way and on three occasions had a goal post in the way Duke's antics were on full display and there was no one exempt from his wrath Verder were confounded <clears throat> Werder were confounded time and again along the right wing failing to complete a pass jinma had a day as some youngsters do failing to make good decisions in opportune moments which resulted in a stuttered offense unable to make up for the mistakes Werder made at the back. Ole Werner confounded his advocates and confirmed his detractors by refusing to make subs even though the team was struggling to create clear chances or finish the ones they created. When subs were made, they were equally confounding. Ultimately, the team as a whole disappointed those who were convinced this group had turned a corner reaffirmed those who were cautious of investing hope and likely solidified those who remain ensconced in the believe it when I see it camp. Christian, obviously checked out the game. Tell me about it. Tell me your thoughts. What do you think? Uh, um, Well, honestly, the second half was particularly frustrating for a
1: variety of reasons. Most notably, the fact that my stream, which for like the second week (laughs) in a row, has just been a pain, an absolute pain in the ass. Stuttering like
0: nobody's business, um and this, yeah, yeah I, I mean, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say this this is what happens when you pay Indonesians for your television, isn't it? yeah, fucking evidently, yeah. actually, it's
1: the Dutch, so you're not far off, oh, oh yeah. um, <laughs> I'm not sure the Indonesians would appreciate that, but the Dutch certainly to um, step up, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's so fucking frustrating. Um, but I mean, once again, I, I don't want to say that the last few weeks have been a fluke per se, but they certainly make you feel like they're in spite of our coach rather than because of our coach. Um, maybe the only way that it would be because of our coach is the fact that he decided to continuously play players that should have been A starting in the first place and B were performing. However, that also suggests that all the players on the field that started were performing, which I'm sure we can name one or two, particularly one. (laughs) Yeah, that has been fairly consistently inconsistent. Marv.
0: So yeah, (laughs) that's my hot take of the week. Yeah, the, uh, the game was very frustrating to watch um for for a myriad of reasons uh but I think I think most notably um any semblance of good times that we saw in games against uh Bayern Munich and games against Freiburg uh have really they again when we were asking the questions I think it would have been after I think it was after the Freiburg game we had a few questions come in that was like you know is this you no know, and I asked the question that was when we had the, the call-in show that's right I said this is a blip you know, or are we riding good form? And I think most people were, you know, they felt that you know this might be turning around. We might be seeing something good here. And uh, I don't know, but this the game against Mainz and the game against um, oh, against Heidenheim really I, it does make me wonder if, if what we experienced there I don't know it's just a blip. But uh, let's uh, let's get moving here. We got lots to get to, so uh, we're gonna move right into our three up three down because we got a few other things to get uh, to at the end of the show. And uh, quite frankly, I am sick and tired of putting in overtime for you people. So uh, uh, (laughs) I'm not, because I don't. (laughs) And that's including your prep time.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, 100%. I think these people probably, I mean, they get at most an hour while we're on air or whatever, you know, whatever time. Then maybe you get an afterthought of a minute and a half unless you're a loyal OnlyFans fan subscriber which i should remind you every wednesday is wet feet wednesday be Ugh. sure to tune in tell your parents tell your cousins <laughs> tell your friends
0: <laughs> well and we do have a uh, just speaking about this being a family friendly show uh we we do have a, a question coming in from lorena uh at the end of the uh, of the show here from uh their daughter uh, who happened to catch a uh, portion of our show when uh, their phone connected to Bluetooth in the car? So, just another. Uh... <laughs> hey,
1: I can't be held responsible for anything you allow your children to listen to. That's right. Be better parents, hey? That's basically it. <laughs> Frankly, I'm disgusted you would allow yes. your children to listen to us. <laughs> Grow up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's uh let's do the three up, three down. Christian, what was great in your world watching the game yesterday?
1: This was a bit of a fucking stretch. See, I'm practicing some of my Spanish. Um (laughs) So it's a bit a bit of a stretch here. Uh I said our passing was was good. Quote unquote. Yeah. I mean, like when, at the time that I wrote it, it made sense. I think we were maybe like 10 minutes into the first half, something like that. Let me take, take a look at the stats just to make sure that I'm like, but uh, it was,
0: we were 81%, which is probably okay. getting close to the average on the year. Okay. So
1: there you go. I mean, that's okay. It's not so bad. always considered.
0: Um, I mean, it's more good than bad, right? That's right. Uh, so. uh Whether any of those passes had any kind of intention, creativity, or brain behind them, that's irrelevant. Yeah, I mean, let's one step at a time here, friend.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let's take a deep breath. I mean, we'll get there one day. (laughs) I don't care where (laughs) it's going. Did it make it? Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Was it (laughs) taken? So next up, I said, no gross slash Skelly came on. Hey, 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 you know, our, one of our biggest criticisms has been the reluctance for our fearless leader to play any sort of youth anytime soon, regardless of what their experience might look like. Um, he's had an over-reliance on aging third division players or just aging players in general that may not necessarily produce the results you want, but they're dependable in what capacity i don't know but they're dependable
0: depends Once they again, wear depends what
1: i don't yeah, yeah they're closer <laughs> to wearing depends than any of the younger players so i mean it was a bit of a shock when skelly came on instead of gross um yeah was it kind of late in the game yeah sure was was it for a player i would uh substitute him on for eh, not really buddy came on
0: (laughs) i was gonna i was gonna mention you were talking about how and we've talked about it how it takes Werner a long time to warm up to uh to potential to newcomers let alone young newcomers uh i really think in the case of skelly we're in a situation uh where Werner is going to have his hand played for him simply because he's here on loan with a purchase option and this uh this team needs to know whether they can use him or whether he's going to be worth the purchase option come the end of the season. So I think we're probably going to see a little bit more of him just because of the situation around his his uh, his loan, but that's neither yeah. here nor there.
1: No, you know what? That's actually a really good point that I think a lot of people should put in their mind and hold on to it for a bit because we're going places today, people. Come with us. Um <laughs> next my, my final good point is I think we are less and less likely to see Ole stay um, just oh. because of what you said there. Um, uh, we, we still continue to see that his substitutes are later in the game. Um, we see there's a reluctance to play youth players uh, unless his hand is forced. Now, we know over the last two weeks, there's been uh, investment into the club with an increasing focus on making sure that we are developing and scouting younger players to sell on for money. So as you just said regarding Skelly, we have him on loan. We need to know by the end of the season whether or not he is somebody that will make sense with the club. And I don't think that we have seen anything from Ole Werner to suggest that he is capable of any sort of, um what's the word I'm looking at, evaluation, or appreciation for young uh, players or the development of young players. Now, simply because of that, I think that at some point in time, now I'm not saying like the next few months or even at the end of the season, but at some point in time, he is going to get found out because I don't think he's flexible enough. And as a result, I'm putting that as my third good or up of t- <laughs> this this week's game.
0: <laughs> and they say that we're cynical. <laughs> right. <laughs> My up is that some guy might get canned. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, three up from me. The first up is a Malatini looked relatively stable, filling in for Stark, uh, who I felt had a bit of a tough game. Um, I mean, let, let's be honest. Nobody on the right side of our field looked good yesterday. Uh, and then having to defend against besta, uh the the Heidenheim like, Besta took on all variations thrown at him by Werner um and <laughs> bested them. Uh however oh. <laughs> I might just boo myself for that one. I gotta find that.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> however, uh you know, As far as uh, malatini goes i felt he was able to kind of show himself now for about 60 minutes and for the most part uh i felt played a role they played his role relatively comfortably uh which which i thought was an up Uh, the second up that i've got is that uh lenin with another stable performance and you know suddenly lenin is getting uh, pieces in Dijkstube, uh, he's got playing time on the field, his qualities and abilities are being praised by anyone with the eyes to see how much better this guy makes our team. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, I like a little vindication. Um, I like my revenge served hot. Uh, but, you know, you have to ask yourself if the long wait was truly necessary. Um, no. You know, in, in contrast, we have seen you know players like Dimon kind of fall out fall off over the last few weeks. Uh and he started right away as a left winger, kind of right out the gate. Um is it fair to say that, you know, Ole was right in delaying the launch of Lenin? And um I mean, we have already talked about it. You can see that werner is able to play New Talent when the demand is on, uh, or 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 at least when it's so overwhelming there's no other option. Like Dimas was an example of this, Malatini is an example of this. There's no depth, so he has to play them. Uh or we just talked about Skelly um you know it's a loan purchase option so there's no he has to play them uh when lean joined the group he was firmly behind a guy like well we mentioned Christian Gross and you know what that's twice now we've mentioned gross and i haven't done the gross nut.
2: The oh, no. uh, the but he was behind
0: guys like uh, <clears throat> gross and stay um even when even when ole had stay functioning as a 6 instead of an 8 now that that said uh since you know when stay took over the 6 role he pushed out gross, which was interesting. And with Lienan coming in, Gross hasn't been a, a starter in the sixth position uh since the last game against Heidenheim, which is like there you go, Christian. There's an up for you. We haven't seen Gross as a starter, except I think he he started as a center back one game against Darmstadt or something like that. But since the last Heidenheim game. So there's there's progress. Um <clears throat> <and> I, <laughs> I guess I should say it's it's not a this isn't a gross rant, but what it is for me. What he serves for me is a foil, uh, to kind of show that it's been completely yeah. unnecessary for Gross Absolutely. to have been fielded this whole at all this season. One hundred right? fucking percent. One hundred percent. If Stea outperforms him in a role he's not accustomed to, and now Lenin is showing his qualities at the six, it takes Werner six months to trust the player, and I think it's outrageous that, you know, so long as he could turn to anyone else, he would. And and now I think what we're experiencing um, is something we likely could have experienced in the sixth position at the start of the season. Linen ha as a starter, and this is, this will be I'll, I'll put a sooner lock on this. But but Lenin as a starter is probably the biggest up this team has experienced this season. Would be what I would say.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd agree with that.
0: I was going to say excellent feedback.
1: <laughs> so I was drinking water when you were talking,
0: so it was like a little late to the party It's always there. something. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and we say hello to Spivey, who joined us as well. Uh, my third up on the day is going to be Dinchy is looking and now sounding like a real asset for verder next season. So with the last couple of interviews that he's given uh, to Bremen Media, it seems it seems like or sounding a little bit like his return is becoming somewhat of a formality which is encouraging he did express that he has a love for the city and for the club and then he mentioned that his girlfriend has a place in bremen which is great uh the only caveat he placed on any of this stuff is whether or not he is going to get the desired playing time now that might seem like a little thing. <laughs> But, you know, like when you consider that he's started for Heidenheim every single game except for one where he had a yellow card suspension and he has the full backing and trust of the coaching staff in Heidenheim. It does give a person a moment of pause uh, to, to wonder if Werder can actually muster anything close to this level of an offer to Dinchy. Um, you would think his seven goals and one assist on the season and two devastatingly good games he's had against us show us that he's a player who has a market. Um, and in this case, uh, another up would be that Werder are very much in the driver's seat with this young talent because he's got a contract, uh, until 2025, if they can't deliver a playable package for Dinchy, so let's say for whatever reason, uh, Fritz continues to suffer whatever kind of hemorrhaging brain loss he's already got. And then he, and he, he says, sorry, we can only offer you like with the classic DINCHY minutes. If you come back to Werder that then there's at least likely a good payday waiting for Werder which is ultimately a good thing for the club. Um, I, of course, want to see him flourish at Werder, uh, but at least the club is in a position that, you know, they can make some bank in the event that the coaching staff uh, are going to go in a different direction. So that's my third up is a Dinchy uh, is looking like a promising option for Werder, irrespective of whether he uh, comes back and plays for us uh, or is sold on. Fair. I can agree with that. <laughs> I concur. <laughs> <laughs> here here. <laughs> I have a table I can pound my hand on the table. Uh, Alright, <laughs> let's go to things that sucked. Christian, what is some of the um, you know, three things that sucked? I said defending on the first goal, but I guess we
1: could put that as goals. Terrible. <clears throat> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. All yeah, by myself. Oh yeah, man. Fuck man absolutely frustrating. Uh second of all, as mentioned previously, ole's subs, both timing and the people coming on or coming off it,
2: actually.
1: Yeah. I mean it continues to frustrate the living shit out of us. Uh well me anyways and I know some other people. I just take a look at uh, the substitutes that happen. So, for instance,
0: uh, let's see here. I've got, this as one of my downs as well. So I'm going to jump on the back of yours when you're done. <laughs> Perfect. So Rafael Bore still getting time.
1: What in the fuck Why is that, is that about? Person? Don't understand it. Uh, linen still playing a fucking amazing game. Uh, and you had Schmeed who just really kind of disappeared for giant portions of the game. Uh, can he do headers? No. Cause the man's like fucking four foot one. But, you know, why bother? We'll just put Skelly out. So, and I understand that they're trying to sort of see what Skelly can do defensively. But if I'm not mistaken, him going forward is kind of seen as being one of his better things. So why not put him up there? um let's see well and then they're doing
0: that they're doing that evaluation in uh what would that be three minutes plus six of extra time so (laughs) yeah brilliant
1: brilliant that's ample opportunity to see what kind of time a player can do i mean if you're not scoring a hat trick during that period of time why are you right football
0: hey we put uh malatini out there he scores a goal as soon as he comes on obviously worth our worth our time but yeah skelly what did he do what did he do? Fucking aside, from, aside from look like a giraffe in a green jersey running around. Yeah.
1: Uh, I should cancel his loan. I'm disgusted. <laughs> um, and uh, also, uh, I mean, so Voltamata, I like. Ninma, I like. Uh, Ninma, eh, not the best game, but it wasn't well. one of his worst either. You know, At least you could see him out there trying some shit. Uh, Voltamata, would love to see more of him. Mm-hmm. And yet, we see a Mr. Marvin Dux still just hanging about out there screaming at everybody. I mean he's doing a lot of that, that's for sure. Um but yeah, I put I just, the ball gag on saying, him and get him moving. Fucking right. Yeah that's a substitute that did not make any goddamn sense to me. Um and then uh finally my and then by the way that was also in the uh 66th minute Um, Which, I mean, I guess the timing there is not as bad per se. I'm not so upset about 60th minute substitutes, you know. Uh, Anything later than that, unless it's like your fifth, you know, sub, is just fucking nonsense. And then my final thing is Ole continues to be reluctant. Um, Both in who he's subbing on, to sub sooner rather than later. Uh, He's just reluctant in general. He's a dude that... It almost feels like he's clutching his purse tight to his chest, you know, with anxiety. Like, why is this? Do you not trust the players that he has? Does he not trust yeah. the players that he has? No, he doesn't. You know, he doesn't. Is that I think it?
0: that's been proven out. Okay. Well, yeah, you know, <laughs>
1: you can't, to, you can't fire the
0: whole team, you know? But we can fire. Uh, uh, <laughs> there you go follow the breadcrumb.
1: that's right i'm curious to see (laughs) curious to see what like what it will take i mean obviously we've had such a good run it's made everything else forgettable but you got to wonder at what point now that we have all these young talented players coming in they're no longer going to look at the players and say well we need to get a team that's going to work and they'll say well we need a coach that knows what to do with the team you know
0: yeah, it's definitely going to be coming to a head soon enough. It, yeah. Uh, phew, okay, so things that uh, were downs for me. Uh, okay, so yeah, the first first one I had was the game plan uh, played completely to the strengths of Heidenheim. So Werner, although lacking depth in the wingback position, uh, and having shown over the course of the last two years that if we push our wingbacks too far forward. Our slower center backs have a hard time covering the space. Um, you know, and he decided to, in this game, push uh, our wing backs well forward. And this was in an attempt to kind of mess with Heidenheim's man marking system. Um, and what happened is that on multiple occasions, Dema and Agu were in no position to defend a counter attack. Uh, and, and Heidenheim would just send a long ball into the very corner that they had vacated. Schmid and Stea were kind of supposed to look after that area and, and both struggled to do so. Uh, Jung and, and Stark, specifically Jung, uh, were run over all game long by Dinchy on that wing. Um, and Hyde and I, they just had to launch a, a long diagonal ball into space and force our center backs to try to shut down the angle. Um, and it goes to the, the fact that we do not have center backs that can play as a back three. Um, we and and so we can't we can't afford to have our wingbacks playing suicidally high line we just can't um and that's the first thing that sucked for me uh second thing was the game management so this uh, off the back of what christian was talking about you're beat, you're down a goal at half you're struggling to make inroads uh opts to wait until the 66th minute which isn't absurd it isn't absurd but it is the 66th minute before making the change now the substitute uh, in Jinma, as we already talked about, I, I felt that it was probably justified because he was having a bit of a tough outing. Uh, but you could immediately see the impact that, uh, a striker like Volta had, uh, he was creating lots of space for his teammates. And, uh, but then the other sub was Bore and it still doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, and again, to gild Lilly here, why he is pulling minutes from actual Verter players. And I use the term <laughs> actual Verter players on purpose. Uh, and then of course the most remarkable part of the game management wasn't that uh, Werner then waited until the 87th minute to make further changes in a game we were chasing but that arguably two of our most creative forces on the team Kaita and uh, Hansen Erun uh, are on the bench for the entire game makes no sense to me of of our 15 shots uh, on goal We took 11 of them in the last 15 minutes of the game. Five of them come from well outside the box. And in that same 15 minutes, we sent in 12 crosses. Only one of them hit the player's head. We lacked efficiency and creativity, uh, and we lacked it in the buildup. And the locations of shots also suggest we lacked creating the best opportunity for the shot. So why on earth are those two players sitting on the bench for the game? That, to me, was a massive sucky down.
1: Yeah, it's but, but I mean, once again, that speaks to his oh, lack of ability to think outside the box. Um, it's not as bad as some of the games where we'd put a defensive player on to preserve a 2-1 loss, um, <laughs> which we've seen.
0: Yes, yeah, it's true. <laughs>
1: so this is like in the right direction, but still not thinking enough of like, well, I mean, what's the difference between a, a 3-1 loss and a 2-1 loss? There's still losses, you know? It right. would so, be different yeah. if we were really struggling with goal differential at this point, but I think it's worth a fucking risk, especially when you signed a kid who's like, I just want to fucking play. And Nabi Kaita's has maybe played a total of six minutes this fucking season for us. 80
0: 81 Um, but who's counting
1: yeah exactly (laughs) so yeah there you go not even a full fucking game (laughs) um yeah so but but yeah what what you're what you're telling what you're
0: telling me though is that the problem i have here is like Mm -hmm. if you were a dude wearing pretty tight pants and you decided to do the old leg crossover and you only squish one of your balls i should be thankful right that i didn't crush them both correct
1: that's, that's okay. That's Good. exactly no, it. Well sure that's the mentality if you're a fan of <laughs> that's what I'm hearing for people that you know think Ole Werner is the uh managerial genius, you know? But maybe, you know, that's 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 what the justification I'm hearing. I, I would
0: prove me wrong. Change my mind. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, third, the third down that I have uh, might be a little left fieldy. I'm interested to get your your feedback on this one and listener feedback because uh, I might be stepping over a line here. I'm not sure. But with Lenin supporting uh, Stea, I believe that Steya is going to need to expand his role with Verter, And uh, this will be the first and probably likely the only down that features Steya. And it, it may not even be that big of a deal. But something that I noticed, um, as well as I think a lot of other people have noticed, Steya has the ability to get forward and he has the ability to create some opportunities for himself, but he can't seem to score. Now, whatever ailment uh Schmied suffers from apparently is translated to Steya. And and the reason that this is a down for me uh isn't just the amazing opportunity he snatched at uh in the game against Heidenheim, but rather uh with Lenin creating the stability at the back, I think Steia will have more of these opportunities moving forward and he's going to need to expand his repertoire to include some offensive skills soon, I think, or he may suddenly appear a little too one dimensional for this team. Mm. And that was, uh, that was my hot take. So I was going to get your feedback on that one. Um, I mean, he, he's going to be a box box player. He can tackle, right? That's, that's great. But if, if all of a sudden we've got somebody that's uh, keeping things locked down at the back, we're going to need a midfielder that can do a little bit more than just box to box and shut people down.
1: Um, in fairness, he, when described to me by a Copenhagen supporter, was described as doing, uh, you know, having moments of pure genius, like offensive genius. So, I think what you need then is a coach who knows how to tease that out from him on a regular basis. I think if you convince him that he's able to go forward and stay forward and to take those shots, means we got to be patient to his supporters. So, like nope. the shot yeah (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) yeah moving on yeah (laughs) well that's that
0: (laughs) sorry i was channeling my inner istvar there yeah (laughs)
1: yeah (laughs) what did he call Juan again dense
0: dense yeah Yeah.
1: somebody somebody so dense like you fucking people (laughs) i'm gonna be more spiteful of our listeners i think i feel like that would add a real edge to our show (laughs) (laughs) yeah, <laughs> <These fucking
2: idiots. laughs> It's
0: like the, the dad, as he wails down, blows upon his child. I'm doing this because That's I love fair. you. <laughs> <Yeah>. Emotional blows.
1: <laughs> but yeah, All right. I, I don't know if you can find a coach, which we don't currently have, that is able to help harness his small uh, offensive bits and pieces. Then, yeah, I, I think it's fair. I think even if you pair him with another striker who is able to sort of fill in the blanks when he can't, which is what I see Skelly as. But maybe I'm wrong. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, maybe we need to, if we're moving to a 3-4-3, uh, three, three, uh, that's something you can depend on wingers for. Or if you have the three up front, you have two regular strikers and then a 10 sitting right behind them, which would be Isaac. Um, Aaron's and Hanson, that fucking guy, the, the fucking M-bop. Viking. We got okay. a Hansen on the team.
0: So we got to use Mbop now. Yeah.
1: So Mbop, uh, he'd be able to fit up there with two strikers, right? Then you could have your two, uh, you know, you have the wingers on the side and then, uh, yeah, anyways, there's a lot of options there. Um, but yeah, no, I, it's possible that, that you could see that from him. Maybe not with the consistency of a number 10, but I think if you got somebody else that could sort of be the balance to him.
0: Well, and I guess that's where I'm. That's where I'm going with it. Is that if they if they persist, he's going to be a utility player where it's like we need mm-hmm. to play defensively and lock things down. We'll start Steya. If all of a sudden True. we feel like we've got the upper hand or we've got the advantage in the game, we we likely won't see Staya, uh because we need somebody that it, when they do get forward in those positions can deliver on them. Um, but that's yeah. that was just that was just an observation I made over the last couple of games. The the entrance of Lenin as a regular player has really changed Steya's role. And uh I'm just I'm hoping that he can broaden uh his horizons a little bit because I really like him as a player and uh and yeah. I want him to, to see minutes still. Uh okay, let's uh let's grab a few other topics here before we get uh into other stuff. So it was the 125 anniversary i don't know do you want to comment on any of that christian never like i said everybody got a green and white poncho plastic poncho uh very uh earth friendly i guess i'm not <laughs> I, I always wonder about stuff like that it's like what are we what are you doing here so <laughs> uh,
1: uh, solidarity with the earth that's uh, right um, yeah wonderful sight from the supporters in the stands it's very cool um yeah yeah absolutely it's a shame that we couldn't you know, get a pull a point away from it, or maybe even three. But uh, yeah, now as always, especially against fucking Heidenheim, who's already done us dirty. You know, are
0: you the are you the kind of guy that gets uh, all wistful and nostalgic when they they trot out the old uh, the old heroes of uh, of the days gone by, in moments like this? Um, are you-,
1: uh, you know, well, I've only been watching them since about the, I guess probably i guess i wasn't able to watch him in like ninety, ninety nine. 99 so we'll say like the early 2000s like 2001 i think i was able to actually watch thanks to the internet Previous to that it would have been real player like listening to the radio broadcasts. right um yeah, yeah. not i mean so i did manage to actually watch us win like the double uh watch us compete in europe you know watch some of the best players the club has had um do i get wistful not really because i'm still kind of living in the now for this team uh it's it's too easy to get caught up like don't get me wrong i love all those dudes and have an appreciation for what they did and for what for us at that time but i'm more worried about what's going on right now you know what i mean Uh, if i want to watch replays i can pull them up on youtube um yeah what i what i want to see is that's continue to exist but i get why people love to see that you know it's uh, it hits an emotional heart. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk shit about people who really enjoy that. I'm not as uh,
0: emotionally invested in those moments as some people might be. Sure. Well, and it's. Uh, I think it's fair. It's. It, it has twofold effect, right? Uh, bringing back some some good time memories and things like that. I always. Uh, it's always a 50-50 for me, right? Those are exactly the things that can inspire you. And they're also exactly the things that can leave you uh, in apathy. Right. Because if we, yeah. if all we do is talk about the good old days, we don't actually have to get yeah. better. We don't have to talk about today and the problems today. But the other part of it is that, yeah, you know, Verder used to attract some really impressive players yeah. or develop some really impressive players. Right. And that was a part of our, uh, a part of our history, a part of our ML. And, uh, yeah. you know, it, it's maybe, maybe it inspires uh, some people as well when, when that happens. Uh, okay. Next question I had, are we allowed to get excited about the return of Nabi Kaita yet? Um, so in the Africa (laughs) cup, he played four games. Okay. Four games and 178 minutes. So the guy is, I would argue fairly match fit at this point in time. Um, but, you know, and and unlike at Werder, I, th- I think the games were played at a much tighter schedule as well. So, I mean, were we just talking jet lag, which is why he didn't play yesterday? Uh, do we actually get to get excited about this guy? Or did he literally just use Werder Bremen as a training facility to get healthy for the Africa Cup uh, to move along in the summertime, having played almost nowhere, no, no time? Yes to the second thing. I oh, mean, really? people
1: can get excited if they want to. I'm kind of over him already. Um, I don't think he gives a shit about being here with us at this moment.
0: I do feel um, bad for people that ran out and got the uh, the Kita jersey. Oof, I do, right? Yeah, like that. Yeah. That almost seemed like a bit of a red herring. Oof. Uh,
1: I get why they did it because it, sure. it was a pretty fucking sexy signing. Uh, you know, when it first happened, um, yeah. so much that I was willing to defend him without him even played yet. Not, I mean, not like die for him, but be like, well, you know, it's a different situation. So maybe the dude's going to turn out and fucking, you know, crush everything. Um, So far, he's not done that. He's not even suggested that he's interested in being here outside of like a place to rest his head at the end of the day. Um, I don't, I don't fucking care about him. I'd rather see these other kids that we've signed play over him, to be completely honest. I'm happy him coming in as a uh, 80th minute substitute at this point in time. Um, I'm not. But I guess if other people are more passionate, go crazy.
0: <laughs> Way to play both sides of that coin. <laughs> well, no, I, I
1: mean, those people are dumb as hell. But That's right. There you go. Now oh, you got it. <laughs> Is that better? Educate yourself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Another, another topic, uh, Vont invest has stopped paying Verter, or at least is behind on payments. Um, are we allowed to start calling it the visa study? again, please. Did anybody,
1: Mike's... did it, did anybody stop calling it the visa study? Well, right. Uh, of, like get...
0: TV announcers you that's just I mean? it. Right. I think that's the only people yeah. that have called it something different, but I mean, it was, it was the company who they were kind of first to take advantage of Verder's struggling economic situation. Um, you know, and, this this one bothers me this one bothers me for a couple of reasons number one when uh vault invest came in uh, the 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 fan base protested it heavily because of some of the like them as a company i guess within the region are not seen very favorably um and not necessarily like, as far as their humanitarian record or how they deal with clients and people from what it sounded like uh, was suspect. And we were, it sounded like the fan base or the they really didn't like the idea of it, let alone the fact that they were going to take over the name of the stadium. And now to get this far down the road and them falling on hard times and not paying us, really, it just irks me something awful. And I would love for the, the club now with the investment money, just to cut ties with these guys and be done with it. We're obviously not getting paid anyway, and unless we're going to take them to court and litigate it and pay lawyers. To, to, I, I don't know if we're actually going to see any money out of this. Apparently uh, vault invest has also stiffed, uh, Stuttgart's handball team and Stuttgart just cut them off. So, you know, it's, we're, we're not the only ones. It just pisses me off. But anyway, I don't know if you had any thoughts on that at all or feels about it. Uh, I couldn't give a shit to be honest. I expect this sort of thing on a regular
1: basis in uh, European football or most world club football for that matter. Um, I, I do think that it validates any sort of ultras or supporters feelings about uh, money being injected to the, into the club by private industry. Um, it sort of feeds their fears further. Uh, yeah. There's a triple F for you, um, which is alliteration. would
0: call it. Yeah, that's
1: right. I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing per se um, just is a thing or something to keep <laughs> aware of yeah i don't
0: know so that's, well, that's was about a, the gist of it for me verter Verder were desperate and dire and they made a deal right and yep. that was yeah yeah
1: i don't fault us for for taking any money from anybody at this point you know and i i think it's <laughs> pri-
0: I, I are, guess are, are you are you telling sort of us just to just just to lift the skirt and get it over with is that where we're yeah, at yeah, yeah
1: that's right <laughs> just be gentle <laughs> tell me when you're done uh i'm <laughs> i'm just i'm just concerned uh I, you know if it was i know thankfully with the 50 plus one rule no there can be no massively huge drastic changes being made right like that's a good thing um but i don't know it's inevitable so people that don't want to see money ever be a part of this game i'm sorry those those days are long gone it's yeah. literally fucking possible now. Um, it's just an absolute fact of life. When uh, it's well, when it stopped
0: being when it stopped being sport and became a business model, uh, you, yeah, you kiss you kiss the purity of a goodbye uh, on, oh, on a certain sure. level. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, so, I mean, the one thing that we can be thankful for is that it's not North American sports entertainment.
0: There you, know? you go, Italy. Uh, it has some kind of class. Uh, yeah. All right, so something that we've kind of striven uh, straight away from, but I did want to bring back into the forefront is that we do want to hear stories about how people became. Uh, supporters of vertebramen. So if you have been a fan of vertebramen Bremen for two weeks, two years, 20 years, I don't care. Uh, hit me up on Twitter, like DM me on Twitter or Discord or however you want to get in touch with me. Uh, the email, not easygreen2017 at gmail.com. And just tell me, just write it out. Tell me your story. If you want to come on uh, live and share your story that way, I would be even better. But uh, I think it's always great to hear about how people became fans of vertebramen. Um, and it's great to hear kind of the backstory too, and uh, especially over the last, you know, the people that have been fans for 20 years, having to slug through the last 10, 12 years, uh, those of us that came recently, you know, uh, and have somehow had to find hope <laughs> through the last 10 or 12 years, you know, uh, but yeah, reach out to me, uh, send me your story, I'd love to share it uh, with our listeners. Uh, Christian, we got some listener questions. Would you rathers and bet on it or against it? Wouldn't you know? <laughs> yeah, we saw that coming. <laughs> I know. And and folks, if you want to get involved in this, always just DM me your questions. Would you rathers or bet on it or against it? And I'll throw them at Christian. Uh, and this is wh- this is why you should be condescending to the listening audience, Christian, because they put you in some really tough spots on a they weekly basis fucking assholes <laughs> i i bleed for you people and this is the thanks i got all right first lister question why do you think this team can put together two excellent back-to-back performances against munich and freiburg yet fail to play well against relegation candidate teams ah uh, because ole Werner is not a very good coach um, <laughs> and- but wouldn't that suggest like wouldn't that suggest that he would suck against munich and freiburg too Yeah,
1: but his hand was sort of forced in those situations. Um, I think Munich, we got to remember how shite Shiza Bayern are this year. They're a very flip floppy team. Uh, We took advantage of them. I think they were also looking down on us um, and probably weren't expecting us to. I know, weren't expecting (laughs) us to.
0: Imagine those guys being arrogant.
1: Who would have fucking seen that coming? Eh? I think there
0: was a tweet from a fan that I reposted and made a comment yeah. on trying to, where the guys like uh, in advance, like two hours before the game or something said, thanks already Verta, uh, for the three points. Really appreciate it. You know, you could maybe just yeah. save yourself playing for 90 minutes and just, you know, give us the three. Oh, that was, that was a fun one oh, to find. Aged nicely.
1: <laughs> it's aged <true>. very nicely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I mean like, yeah, look at the teams that we should be beating and this has been fairly consistent, right? We we do struggle to play. play, Yeah, it's teams of our own, but this has been an issue for this club for a while, uh, let alone with Werner, you know, in this division. Um, I simply don't think he has um, the tactical knowledge um, that is demanded of him uh, when it comes to outplaying these teams who just frankly aren't very good, you know? Uh we knew that it was gonna be a bit of an issue too, playing a team that was gonna give us all the possession. Like you and I talked about this. Uh our audience knows this, or a good portion of our audience knows this, and then we watched it play out in the manner that we thought it would, right? Yeah. With the same mistakes that he's been making consistently. So who else are you gonna blame for that? (laughs) You know.
0: Well, my, my answer for this is probably that the team is a little too, is built a little too one dimensional. And that may be the, the sure. result of budget purchases or budget players. where um, sure. you can build a team that can counterattack, or you can build a team that can, uh, you know, play direct football or, you know, uh, park the bus football. Yeah. You know, but you can't get, you don't get to have, you don't get two or three of those things all at once. No. You get, you know, no. you get one or two options. And so when you face a team that, is actually better at doing the thing that you do which is you know a uh, Heidenheim's a great example of a team that plays counterattack football better than us right yeah. they they will force you to have the ball they'll give it to you here like just here just take it yeah take take, take it, it. It. it seriously yeah <laughs> and yeah. and we and I think we we ride in this weird kind of middle ground where <coughs> on on paper maybe on in history maybe in our mind we believe that we're still this possession hungry creative force or we feel like we should be and so we take those opportunities uh to have that possession and for some reason in our you know the tactics we just don't accept the fact that maybe we don't have the players or maybe we leave those players on the bench for the entire oh. fucking game uh yeah. you know <laughs> well a good coach
1: too knows his limitations right he's going to play to the strengths of the players that he has available um and we continue to not see that like you yeah. said they sit on the
0: bench or guys who are not producing sit out there for too long if you, if you knew if you knew played. you were going to have if you knew you're going to have 65% possession like we had yesterday, why is Kaita yeah. sitting on the bench for the final 30 minutes? Yeah. If you know he can yeah. play, what did, what did I say? Yeah. hundred and how many minutes in four games, right? He's sure. obviously got the stamina to give you 30 minutes. If you're going yeah. to have the ball 30% of the time, why wouldn't you put that guy out there that wants the ball? Him and Lenin side by side, why not? And if he can't, why is he on the bench? There you go. There's the next question. Right? Yeah. Just fucking don't play him. Find somebody else.
1: Literally anybody else. But not him, because it's clearly a waste of of a spot on the
0: bench. As I you said, know? he's he's the world's most expensive decoy at this point in time. I'm sure people yeah. could find more yeah, expensive seriously. ones, but for us, he's a pretty pricey decoy. Uh, Okay, yeah. with the with all the oh, okay, so this is kind of a rehab with all the old players from the glory days being around Verter for the 125. Who is your all time favorite Verter player during your time as a fan? Oh man ah uh, and if you're listening right. live throw it in the chat from the from the moment you started watching bremen who's your all-time favorite uh you i got gotta to... say
1: miroslav close is probably up there okay um, King Ian says elton yeah
0: elton yeah, was amazing marco Still Marin. amazing.
1: uh marco Marin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: King kingian says made me believe fat boys could ball <laughs> yo
1: they fucking can I mean, he was a he was a fat boy in a He's not unsuspecting really as fat guy's body. I'm but big you know, bound. you just knew like as soon as as soon as he fucking uh, retired, that he was just gonna get fucking fat. Like he was the hoagies were coming. Oh man, it was gonna be an Elvis style retirement. Like it'd be a shock if he didn't die on the toilet type of thing.
0: <laughs> my man, Do you yeah, let me some my Yelton? Yeah, I think Spidey I think says, uh, was like. Sorry. Spivey says Gabriel Selassie or Cruz. Sure. Yeah. Both brilliant players. Diego. Yeah, Diego was
1: incredible. Naldo? I love me some fucking Naldo. He was just like a character. We used to, my buddy and I used to joke about how uh how dead he ball never strikes any from German. Naldo
0: were insane. Oh my
1: god. And and you just ask him in German, they'd ask him in German, you know, what position you play? is a footballer! It was his answer to everything all the time Is <laughs> he kind just had this like happy-go-lucky look on his face but also like he didn't really understand what was going on uh yeah all was amazing
0: <laughs> and we got murder uh in the chat there yep. as well okay but which one's yours uh closer okay yeah uh, i know right, he left, left, left
1: on bad uh kind of left bat with a bad taste in some people's mouths but uh his story you know, rising up from being a woodworker playing, like, semi-pro to being a uh, fucking world-class striker. And then the things that he did at, at our club during his period of time with us was pretty fucking incredible. Like, And he was just a gentleman of a dude um, on the pitch anyways.
0: <laughs> Off the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> fucking dirt dog, yeah. Salty, Pussy uh, hound. Salty likes uh, some torso Frings. Yeah, Frings is uh, brilliant too, absolutely. And I'm going to have to actually go with uh, Claudio Pizarro. Um, sure. as somebody that started watching the club in 2011, uh, there really wasn't much to cheer for at that point in time and he was kind of kind of <laughs> it. Sure. <laughs> uh, All right, Schulz
1: too should get a shout out despite his politics.
0: Despite, yeah. <laughs> in spite of the person you are, we would like yeah, to commend yeah, yeah, you yeah. for the <laughs>
1: For, for the brilliant football if we that you play. if we look if we look
0: beyond who you are as a person and <laughs> yeah, and, and to the deeper stuff of how you played football uh-huh,
2: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> exactly I'm, I'm glad we're getting that finally <laughs> all right uh okay so would you rather so as mentioned uh Lojena. i think i said that right i asked a while back and i think i remember um apparently this was a uh, the phone that connected to Bluetooth right when we were doing Would You Rather. And apparently it was uh, during the question about, I think uh, having a bout of diarrhea while you flew or <laughs> or, or something, I can't remember. And both uh, wife and daughter couldn't believe what was being listened to. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she decided that she wanted to submit a Would You Rather. So Christian, this is for uh, Lohena's daughter, uh, awesome. name withheld for obvious reasons. yeah Yeah. would you would you rather drink a bucket of slime or eat two-year-old corn Ooh, good question kiddo uh
1: (laughs) what is the slime made out of would be my first thing it's a bucket year old corn i mean that's a that's a (laughs) lot of fucking well whatever a lot of yeah i don't know it's our show it's a lot of fucking slime kiddo uh, a, I need yeah. to know what the slime is made out of. I really appreciate the depth of this question. So let me <laughs> congratulate you on that. Uh, I'm going to go with the corn, despite the fact that it's probably dry and I'll break my teeth on it. Um, I'm going to go with the corn just simply because a bucket is far too much uh, liquid for one man to take, let alone slime of which I don't know its, made, you know, the contents of.
0: King King Ian said, just general slime. Uh, I don't know what the hell he's talking. Like, do you have King Ian, you go to the general store and ask for a bucket of general <laughs> slime? Like what is general slime? <laughs> uh,
1: and look, okay. you got tell, tell your daughter that she, you know, that there are going to be some foul words that you don't use at school. Uh, yes. <laughs> in my response.
0: Yeah. You're saying I'm that after the that fact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Lohina, uh, get in touch with me. Send me a, a DM or something. Give me a mailing address. We'll send you out a sticker pack or something for your daughter. Uh, all right. Let's do a, a would you rather. So Christian, would you rather Werder hire someone other than Fritz, but you have to go to a, a Haas game game uh, every year or okay. Verder hires Fritz and you have to listen to ABBA on repeat? Well,
1: repeat when?
0: What do you mean? Like, here? just
1: every day, every minute
0: of the day, like, I have to fall asleep listening and, to ABBA? Uh, and only listen to ABBA on repeat. So I guess that would be your like, only musical like, choice. Uh, uh, me, see, here's the thing is I'm if real. I go to see guys
1: a the highest foul, there's a possibility that it would either be a Nord Derby game or be against the, uh, the uh, what's it called? The um, Hamburg Stad Derby, which would be fucking awesome. Like, I would go see Shies a foul play against say against say Pauly or against uh, Bremen in a heartbeat. So you know what? I'm going to do that because there's even if I go and see them play, there's a possibility I'm going to watch them lose. (laughs) And and I'm assuming that I'm not paying for this out of my own pocket as well. You know that this is just being given. No, obviously the person
0: that asks the question will be paying for this.
1: Oh yeah, okay. I'll go watch them lose. (laughs) Sure. All right. But for would the you, record, uh, I'm pretty sure ABBA's got some like some production bangers there.
0: They they they've got a few. I can I can hum a few t- tunes without even thinking too hard about it. Yeah, so that means they add a few number <laughs> number ones somewhere down the road. Uh would you rather Ole play Marv every game and he ghosts for 90 minutes, but Verder get points? Or Ole benches Marv and Verder wins at least every third game. Oof. Does that mean we're like drawing every other game then?
2: I do like I don't every know.
0: second out of third, dude. I they, um, they just they give me the questions. I ask the questions. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna need fucking details, boys. As as um, he, uh, King Ian just said, isn't that our current reality? Both of them, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah seriously, <laughs> winning every um, third game and he ghosts yeah. I could
1: probably. How long do we have Marv still? Uh,
0: I think we said twenty twenty six.
1: going say if he's only around
0: years, where'd you go uh, where'd you go uh
1: me i'm mean, in a yeah.
0: mirror that, that, there you are
1: weird i literally just walked into another room like, <laughs> like not even <laughs> God you can hear me like cough or like you know wash dishes or some well, shit like that as, as what
0: fork i picked up in the room but- <laughs> as spivey said it was the distant bah that we heard <laughs> <laughs> um
1: Let's see. Oh, uh, I don't know, man. These are both pretty shit. I guess we'll just play Marvin pick Pints up. Might as well. It's all about the team. I don't hate them that
0: much that I want to see the team suffer. You there know. you go. All right. Uh, in the chat on uh, Discord, this will be a bet on it or against it. They didn't submit it as one, but it was kind of just thrown out there and I stole it. So if we had to pick Verters Mount Hurtmore or Mount Rushmore of injuries, so four players perpetually injured, uh the the three that were suggested was Toprak, Kaita and Bargfried. So we're missing a fourth.
2: Um,
0: <laughs> I I That's put in the fourth. Good. I put in the fourth of Agu. Would you would you bet on that or against it? Toprak, Kaita, Bargfried, and Agu is our Mount Rushmore of injured players.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right cuz I think there was like a season and a half where Agu never played a game. So, Almost 2 years, sure.
0: yeah. 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 Yeah, seriously. <laughs> okay. Uh, bet on it or against it. Verder is 0-3 against promoted teams. Let's just let that sink in for a second, folks. Ooh. 0-3 against promoted teams. We we go 0-4 when we play Darmstadt in two weeks' time. Ooh. Are we playing away or home? Fantastic question. Let me get that for you. We are at home. Ooh. I don't want to jinx it, but I think we'll beat them. <laughs> One in, one in four against promoted teams is acceptable. Oh, Aaron yeah. Johansson is yeah. a great shout-out for... Oh! Ooh, yeah. Even better, I, actually. I think... Yeah, well, I'll, if, take, I'll take Johansson over, uh, over Agu. I, I would take Johansson over Toprak or Kaita. I think Bargfried belongs on there. I think Agu does because of the length of it. But Johansson, that is a great pull. Yeah. That is an amazing yeah. pull. Yeah, well said. Who
1: yeah, said the that? The player
0: that just never could... <laughs> <laughs> yeah never will oh but then who was that striker that we we got from Dar- uh dresden wasn't it he was one of the the, the top scorers in the second oh, league we brought him in and he was yeah. injured the entire time didn't play a single game for us did he
1: was it kevin, oh shoot. Somebody? it wasn't kevin Bayrens,
0: but it was somebody like that i remember that guy Illiers, there it, it is justin right yeah. just yeah there you go Wow. There. Now, now we're, now we're getting some good names for this amount hurt more. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> Talk about a deep dive. I dig it. All right. Uh, last bet on it or against it. And again, folks, if you want to submit these, send them to me DM, uh, before the show goes live, uh, Verter is going to reach 30 points before Heidenheim. So right now Ooh. Heidenheim is 27 points. Verter has 26 and we, we play against Cologne and Darmstadt in the next two weeks.
1: Hmm. Long term shot, and then who does Heidenheim have? They've got Leverkusen, so no, and then Berlin, and then Frankfurt. Ooh. I think they're definitely gonna lose against fucking Leverkusen. Um so we would hit 29. Yeah. Then Frankfurt. (laughs) Eh. I mean, we should, but knowing us, probably not. (laughs) Um, you know. I really love. Them. What's their form like right now? Damn, they're, they're unbeaten in eight games. One, two, three Fuck. Okay. Well, I mean, that's going to come to a close
0: with Leverkusen. Then how's how's Berlin doing right now? Onyon, they're they're still somewhat struggling. They're kind of recovering form, but not great. Yeah. And then Frankfurt is doing all right.
1: And they want to keep in Europe so they'll stay. Uh yeah, yeah, okay. I guess we'll yep. <laughs> we'll we'll beat them out. I don't know. Just simply looking at the games coming up.
0: A very hesitated uh bet on it there, folks. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm not even convinced about my answer in any way. That's a that's a sooner dollar bet if I ever heard one,
2: uh,
0: and uh, and yeah. Speaking of which, so uh, folks, we won't have a, a sooner section or a sooner portion of the show, even though we're, we're contractually obligated to give that to him. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up uh, where he dropped off, and uh, just on a uh, a, a semi personal note. Um, I know there's uh, a number of folks read his blog, and by all means, uh, listeners, if you aren't familiar with it, uh, just go hunt down uh, Sooner's Brayman uh, blog. Every week he puts out something like that. Uh, he had made, mentioned that he had hit some tough times uh, personally, so uh, just keep him in mind over the next little bit. Uh, and it, yeah, Sorry, thanks, King Ian. It is on the Linktree if you want access to the uh, the blog, and that's uh, linktree backslash verterna, so L-A-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash inverter NA. and uh, and yeah just uh, as we close out the show here I just want to mention that you know somebody like sooner uh, is a great example for everybody um you know he's been a fan of the team I think since 2019 2018 uh, 2019 I think he kind of came in uh, the year before we were relegated or some such uh, and just threw himself into fandom right he's he's I mean he's volunteering on our show he built a contest you know that we submit picks in. Uh, every week he's, uh, he does a blog. I mean, it, it really is. He is, he's just shown me, um, just how much, uh, you know, if you just allow yourself to, to open up and help and participate in something, uh, how quickly a relationship can form and how quickly a community can form. And if that, if there's something that Sooner does very, very well, it's community. And so right now, um, <clears throat> Sooner's at a place where he needs some support from his community. He's given us an awful lot over the last few years, especially as a young fan. Uh, and I think it's it's time that we can give him a little bit of support as well. Please don't pester him, um, but he's uh, he's going to ne- need to take some time uh, to work through some stuff. So keep him in mind, send him an encouraging note every once in a while. Just let him know that you appreciate him, that you miss him on the show, that Christian and I do an absolute garbage job of his segment. Uh, Terrible. And- you know, we're just the worst and the only reason you listen to the show is because of him you know yep. it, it, encouraging you feel free to lie like that <laughs> <laughs> but no send, send him send him some love um because for somebody that's poured into our community so much he definitely uh definitely needs our support right now so just uh, keep that in mind uh so with that i will get into the uh the contest uh that we've got running um so on the Kick Tip Kick Tip app uh prior to kickoff uh please submit your picks and uh, this last week there was only one person that gained points and it was the ever skeptical Condre who always bets against Verderbrahman because if they lose he wants to celebrate something <laughs> Fair I, I, I love the level of spite that that is required for that like just <laughs> Uh, anyway, so Condre was the only guy to pick up points last week. So that means the leaderboard remains relatively unchanged. The man who shall not be named, the Russian double agent Gepinho, or I guess the Brazilian double agent. I think that's what we called him last time. The Brazilian mole. Uh, Gepinho, he's got nine points. Uh, Sooner's got eight points. Spivey with eight. Uh, El Comandante. Uh, Christian, you're, shoot, you're tied for fourth with seven points. Look at you. Shut up. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Gordon knows why. I don't know keep, how the fuck that happened. Keep, keep reaching for that rainbow, buddy. You can do it. Don't reach for the stars. Dirt 13 uh, and LeChef are tied at sixth with five points. Big Ben, Her- Dr. Tim, myself, Nahu, uh, Strude are all tied at eighth, in eighth place for four points. Uh, then we get down into the dirties here. Tied for 13, we got Brian L., King Ian, Jay, and Lohena. Uh, 17th is a pile, uh Cacophony, Condre, Dustin, Juan, Matt Miller, Aaron, and then still needing to pick up a single point is boring Anna and Mark D. Mark D, get it together. Like come on. You know, you know
1: who
0: who isn't on this one? Werder VK. God damn. You know, I wonder if maybe last year we maybe went a little hard on him.
1: That's what you get for trying to, trying to screw (laughs) us, buddy.
0: Oh, fuck you. I just won't play then.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's your loss, not ours.
0: Come back Werner VK. Come back. Unless you're just under here on here in a different pseudonym so that we don't uh, make fun of you. Uh, But (laughs) (laughs) all right. And uh, so I do have the Sooner lock of the day, believe it or not. He did. uh, He did send me that. So I'm going to read you a message from Sooner here. Uh, My lock for the week. I don't, I don't, and this, I don't know how I got to pretend I'm sooner now. Cause I'm going to just read the verbatim. Can you play the intro? Oh, uh, well the sooner America intro. Yes. Does everybody have to salute while this happens? Absolutely. He's yeah, <laughs> a very, very good friend of mine. Sooner, sooner, sooner maggot, sooner. It's a rigged system. Yeah, maggot, oh, maggot, maggot, sooner. Nobody can do it like sooner. Yeah, Nobody builds walls better than sooner. Nobody's better to people with disabilities than sooner. Will totally accept the results if I win. So now I'm going to do my best I think we sooner should play that first. perfect. I think hey. we should play
1: that every week. Uh, hey, home, like, hey, hey guys, uh,
0: how how are you doing? I I don't know why I asked you that because I just been listening to you for the last hour and that was my best. <laughs> That's pretty pretty much nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Miss you, buddy. (laughs) All right. So, uh, so Sooner says, I don't think I've ever had a lock bust as early as yesterday's did as Schmid's goal in the 19th minute nuked my under 2.5 goal prediction. Kohn are playing a bit better recently. Defense is still very strong, but their offense still leaves a lot to be desired. To me, the question that needs to be answered here is who's going to want this one more? I don't think anyone should expect Clone to throw less than the kitchen sink at us, especially with some fresh wind in their sails. Meanwhile, Verder has played two straight games where they did not want it more than their opponent. They just aren't as desperate for points like Clone is, they do, and they don't seem to be able to manufacture the desperation teams need to have to teams need to have success. <clears throat> I think this one has all the makings of a draw. I expect Verter should look a bit better defensively than they did yesterday. Sounds like Stark shouldn't miss the game with his injury. But Clone's defense and our lack of creating effective offense without the counter will stymie us. I lost last week, but I'm still 12, uh, 12 and 6, or 12 for 18 as some want to call it, on the season. <laughs> stick stick with me. Make the smart play. Draw in the Verter clone match currently, plus 230. On DraftKings,
2: Sooner. Sooner. You better lock it up. You lock it up. Walk, walk. Ooh, that's a big lock, all right. Day. Day,
0: day, day, day. All right. So you heard the contest. You got your Sooner lock. Then uh, hopefully soon enough, we'll have him back on the program for you guys. But again, keep him in mind, Christian. That about wraps up the topics for the day. Uh, any thoughts? I know I rambled on for a while there. I don't know if you want to jump in at all. Uh, but anything, uh, anything that we missed?
1: Nah, nah, I think we got it all.
0: What did you miss, Juan? Well, you showed up an hour after the show started, so you, you missed basically all of it. I'm kind of uh, surprised he showed up, to
1: be completely honest, because I know he loves sports, so he's watching, sports, like, sports, the... sport, oh, sport, Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, pre, <laughs> uh,
0: the, pre the pre, fucking, pre-show?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whatever it is, like Taylor Swift's dance a and the fucking... <laughs> Parking lot, whatever.
0: He's a bit <laughs> well, dense, though, said like King Ian.
1: <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs>
0: all right. Well, I love y'all. And uh, we will talk with you again next week. Well, Christian's on vacation. Depending if sooner is back or not, I might be flying solo again, unless we can coax King Ian to doing his duty and getting on every once in a while. But, God uh, well, forbid. Yeah. We'll sort <laughs> we'll that all out uh, next week. And uh, yeah, we'll chat with you then. Thanks so much and have yourself a great evening. Ciao, ciao. Take care, all.
2: You. Fuck you, Gunju, you. when you goon sprayed up, bet this bitch won't get him, bet you, you won't do much See, even if you do want to bust, you bitch, you get your cut and touch a crew up to Pop, you playin' with your butter like a boo, won't you cock the gun too? Where you do eat too hun? i fuckin with your cutie cute. what's your dick like, homie? What are you into? What's the run, dude? Where do you wake up? Tell you bitch, keep hatin', I'm a new one too, huh? See, I remember you when you were the young, new face Because you do like to slumber, don't you? Now you boo up too, hun I'm a ruin you, cunt what you-